Hi everyone, welcome to the Life of CJ podcast. My name is Studio K and I am your host. Okay, so it's I'm coming to the end of the breastfeeding week and I'd just like to do this podcast for um expectant mothers, new moms, breastfeeding moms. Um I know it's been kind of um it's looking this podcast is beginning to look like some podcasts for new moms and oh but trust me, I'm just going with the flow and I know that I have other listeners who uh, who this content really does not um, apply to. But I promise you, I'll be bringing content your way very soon. I know my friend Mary is itching. She's a hopeless romantic and she's been itching to hear a lot of the romantic sides of my life and all that. But I promise you, Mary, <laughs> Mary is my friend. I call her Didu. I promise you, Didu, that I'll soon bring those contents that you're looking for and those contents you're trying to get here. But for now, let's do this for the new moms and um, the breastfeeding moms in the house. Okay, so wrapping up the breastfeeding week, I've seen a lot of webinars, a lot of um, programs that have been organized, basically just to keep encouraging moms to do go on exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of their baby's lives. And I just wanted to add... Um, to the whole campaign of the week with this podcast. I know I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lactation expert, I'm not a dietitian, I'm none of those, but I'm just a mom who has got some um, little experience, let me say. Okay, so this is week 26 of um, breastfeeding my baby, our baby Ebo, and week 26 tells of like coming to an end of exclusive breastfeeding. So WHO actually always advises that you um, breastfeed your baby for um, just with breast milk for 26 weeks. That's the six months of their life. And after that, you can now start introducing semi-solids and all other things. Not neglecting that breast milk actually is the main food that they should be having for the first year of their life. And of course, I'm seeing things like People are being encouraged to breastfeed for the first two years of life. Well, power to those who can do it. But for me, <laughs> I think after one year and some months, I'm done, man. <laughs> two years, okay. Let's just see how that goes. But right now, I'm just going to be giving tips. Um, so I have been sharing. Sometimes I just pump. Um, I'm this mom who pumps breast milk sometimes. And I, I just take a picture of... Um, the bottle and put it on my status and i didn't know that by doing that i was reaching out to an audience that i didn't even know i had so i was kind of convinced to do this when some weeks ago a friend's mom who is actually now a grandma reached out to me asking me what i was taking for my breast milk to flow that much and she wanted some advice for her daughter-in-law you know and then i knew that see as there are many moms who are struggling with this especially moms of my generation i don't know how they used to do it in times past i know that um my mom told me that she um were five for her first um two that's me and my sister she actually did um breastfeeding with formula you know um the who campaign was maybe not as uh, effective as it is now and then for the boys um my three brothers she was advised to do exclusive so i think that explains it moms of old really do not did not do exclusive basically i don't I, i'm i'm I don't know if I'm right to generalize that, but majority of the moms of old that I know did not do exclusive. So it's just right now that exclusive is being really encouraged. And feeling above for the past 26 weeks, um, it's been one of my challenges has been getting enough breast milk for her because, um, of course, having her at 34 weeks, 
I was encouraged to actually not just the fact that she was born at 34 weeks, but the fact that she actually needed it even more, you know, to do exclusive breastfeeding. Every baby actually needs to go on exclusive breastfeeding. Now, this is not to put anyone under pressure. If you cannot, by means um, by means of um, some medical challenge or that you're not having enough breast milk or your baby is not satisfied with your breast milk, cannot contain, or you cannot even just do it. You don't have the mental capacity to do it. Please, this is not just to shame you or anything. As in, I mean, this is not putting pressure on you and anything. I'm just reaching out to everyone who wants to try, you know, or who has had a resolve in their mind that they're trying, but they are just basically facing the challenges that many of us have have faced on this journey. Okay, so um, one of the things on my journey to exclusive breastfeeding was when when my baby came, my breasts had not started producing. Not really producing because it's, uh, of course, as the baby was growing, my hormones starts, you know, telling each other that it's time and then they begin to prepare breast milk and all. I remember one time when I went for my antenatal and the nurse told me to press my nipple and all and she told me to, you know, start taking soya beans and a lot of pap and all that was going to help me when, you know, my baby comes. But I don't even know why for some reason I'm not that soya beans person and I'm not the everyday pap person so i just did it like um a few times i mean the pap took pap for a few times tried 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 and just stopped because i i didn't even know the importance of whatever it was i just felt like breast milk was going to come normal well god have mercy god well on the day um the baby came i tried to press and there was nothing coming out on the day she was to try um they were to try if she'd be able to latch and or she was latching but there was no breast milk that became a challenge for me so one of the things that the nurses um told me she came out she's like madam go and change what your you can change your diet or something you know take more fluids take more hot water um, hot tea drink more water take pap take kunu something she just gave me this advice in personal like just do that in the next 24 hours and let's see what happens, you know. And so I went crying, carried um, a towel. Um, they just soaked um, a towel in like warm hot water, basically. Not too hot to, you know, cause harm to me. Just hot enough to place on my skin. They just placed it on my boobs and, you know, tried to massage a bit, massage a bit. And then gave me hot tea. And then there's this um, um, kunut that my sister-in-law brought for me that was like a magic you know um i took pap i took pap but it was coming little by little little by little when i took pap um it started coming out we do all the hot tea and everything and the breast milk started coming out little by little but gosh did i took that kunutambia in the morning my sister-in-law brought it the next morning for me it, i slept and woke up with a wet with a wet um bra basically because my breast milk was coming out very very well the only reason why i did not continue that conotamba is because i really did not like it and i sought other alternatives now i'm already calling foods that helped me one of the major things in um, exclusive breastfeeding is to know f- know that number one you're not just eating for yourself but you're now eating for two basically eating for two means you have to consider the fact that you're breastfeeding and your child depends on you for their own nutrition so if you are someone that was watching and eating in portions i don't think um exclusive breastfeeding time is the time to actually eat in portions you need to eat with the mentality that you're eating for two so um just 
eat more things out add more calories so that the baby can you know suck on you know this exclusive breastfeeding i'm not trying to discourage anybody but if you do not eat well and you're doing it sometimes when your baby sucks on you you just feel very dizzy you just feel like you want to fall down you get like you feel very tired it's very normal so that's why you have to you know keep up them eating you know just make sure that your system is always you know on and off so um pay attention to foods that actually help you this is one of the things that um i really did not do at first but when i did um i was lazy at, about this because my mom was around for for some time my mom was around for um the first three months of um after i gave birth to a boy and that's um because the lockdown held her here and i was lucky to benefit from that but when she left i just became lazy a bit and just tried and tried and tried and when i saw for myself what he was saying i mean days that i didn't eat well i would see that the quantity of my breast milk would reduce or the quality basically so i had to pay attention to food that was helping me and then there's another thing that i got to find out during exclusive breastfeeding that um i was following this um what they call these people again if i remember them i'm going to get i'm going to mention them of course because not because it's a promotion or anything but i my a friend of a senior friend of mine actually recommended um their cookies to me and i really did not have need to take it because my husband just felt like my husband yeah he, he knows a lot of things on the medical side i don't know why he just abandoned medical practice man because he really helped me on this journey he knew some of the things that they were you know he, he was telling me some of the raw things that made up those cookies and he was making sure that i had them to eat and so i really did not need those cookies at the end of the day you know but following their page actually helped me so from their page i got to learn that there was um difference between quantity and quality so you may have quantity but you may not have quality and that's just the truth because there was a time i was feeding i was feeding a boar and she was to me she was feeding well but i was not just eating right but the breast milk was coming out well and she was eating but um when i went to the hospital the, the nurse felt like she should have added more weight than she had already but However, that just brought up its own controversy because when I went to the pediatrician who has been seeing her, you know, right from when she was born, he felt like, oh, she's doing well and all. But I also understood what the nurse was saying. She advised me to eat more, to take more soya beans and all. She was just trying to make sure that the baby was not just taking just milk in quantity, but quali good quality breast milk. I know some of the doctors are going to be able to explain this, but like I said before, I'm not a medical practitioner. I'm only just giving you knowledge from the experience that I have as a, as a new mom, as a breastfeeding mom, you know. This is just my own experience. So I do not know the medical part of it. Whether it was just to wind me to buy their products or to wind me to do more, I don't know. But this is what they told me. And I noticed that when I started paying attention to what I ate, when I started taking more, so you have been small oats and all that, baby started becoming like very, very weighty baby added very well and when we went for our last um, neonatal check doctor even confirmed that wow baby has done so well. in fact she baby um, doctor had even asked if i was still doing exclusive breastfeeding she was quite surprised because um, my baby had added like very well she felt like oh i had started introducing other semi-solids or you know formula and stuff but it was just that i paid extra attention to what i was eating
you know and that was just the magic so i'm just going to be sharing this um few tips of my few foods of mine that helped me and um you may want to try it but always remember that what what works for a may not work for b you get so this is just telling you what worked for me so if you try it if it's not working for you i don't know but i'm just saying that this is what helped me and i have recommended this to about two three moms and nobody has come back with a negative testimony I also got recommendation from people, my sister-in-law and other breastfeeding moms, my friend, my senior friend, um, Miss, um, my senior friend. <laughs> if I tell you that I've, like, I'm talking and I, I can't, can't remember her name, Miss Antitolu Lope. No, Mrs. Jaji. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm quite. I was talking and I forgot. Like, but um, Mrs. Tolulope Jaji, she's my senior friend, and she actually also encouraged me to continue, you know, exclusive breastfeeding. And she gave me some of the advice that worked for me. And also, this is me putting all those experiences and advice together in this podcast. Now, foods that helped me. I told you that I could not by. I don't know what the English name is, but if you ask somebody from the north, I think they call it small finger millets. I'm not sure about the English name now, but just ask for Kunutambai. That thing helps. It works like magic. I didn't like it because it had a smacky taste but i was putting enough sugar and all and i really did not feel that that was healthy for my baby like if i couldn't take it then i, I didn't have to put a lot of sugar to get milk and then uh, she will now my baby will now be suffering from the plenty sugar you know this thing that's um yoruba is called jedi jedi so if you take too much sweet things your baby begins to react to them maybe by um, having more loose poop or some some red things coming out on her neck or on her joints or her bum bum and that's like especially when the baby is quite very tender which most babies are in the first six months of life you know that's why moms are advised to cut down on sugar during their um you know when they are breastfeeding and all so um kunutamba help worked pap is something that is most common occurs everywhere in nigeria you could get pap anywhere and i am i was advised not to take the white pap i don't know why but they feel like the brown pap um that's the guinea corn millet mixture and all that was it for f- is is what is really needed is the healthy one for breastfeeding moms so i don't know why they advise against that white pap that does not mean that if you take white pap that it's totally dangerous and all they just advise that oh take the brown one or the yellow one i don't know how they differentiate all those colors but i you know what i'm talking about unicorn millets and all that and then the human the human that was making my mixture i think she was putting a little ginger in it so i think the ginger also helps so she was putting a little ginger in in the mixture and it was working real well that pop when i take it like this eh, once i take it and drink enough water before three four hours i really have to pump I really have to pump because if I don't pump it, a bomb may even choke on it because the breast milk will be coming out so well, like so well. So that pop too. Now kunaya, kunaya, tiger nuts, coconut and dates. These three mixtures make kunaya. If you have someone that can make good kunaya for you, trust me, kunaya helps. I also took kunaya when I was in the hospital and it actually helped me. And then most times when I can get access to kunaya, I always do. It always helps breastfeeding too. It always helps my milk to come out very well. So I've mentioned tam, um, kunutambai, I've mentioned kunwaya, I've mentioned pap. Now the next thing is oats. 
you can never go wrong with oats oats actually works for everyone i should think i should know yes because from my google search i found out that oats actually helps and anytime i take oats it actually does work to like magic oats actually helps during um breastfeeding it actually helps your milk to come out very well so um now we have kunutambai we have um pap we have oats we have kunuaya um soya beans soya beans was something that i did not like at first but i really just had to take it because once I take soya beans, I put it in my tea. I don't like putting it in my pap or um, my custard or anything. I like to put it in my tea because that's like the easiest way it can go down. I'm not a fan of um, soya beans, but trust me, when it has to do with something that will help my baby, I do not hesitate to take it except it's too, too, you know, just there like that kunutambai. And the fact that if I had access to that kunutambai, I probably would have been taking it, but the lockdown caught up with me. You know, the lockdown started when I was just um, five, five, six weeks postpartum and I couldn't get access to it every time because I think my sister-in-law too had to order it from someone, make it, and she was living um, on another, in another part far from me, a bit far from me. So having to go through all that trouble just to get it when I could have, I just had to make do it what was available to me you know so now we have kunotambai we have kunwaya we have pap we have oats we have soya beans and pepper soup now pepper soup is also something that actually helped me i was wondering why um there are many reasons why they give pepper soup and jimiroku like ibos call it when a woman just gives breath apart from the fact that it cleanses your system i think it also helps your um, breast milk to flow very well i noticed that once i take pepper soup oh my god i'm always having very 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 good breast milk flow so um i i really do not joke with my pepper soup once i have pepper soup i have to take it because it helps my breast milk flow so um overall Overall, I know different cultures have different um, things that they will suggest to um, breastfeeding moms to take. But these are just six that I wanted to um, state that helped me during these six months of exclusive breastfeeding. Overall, to top up all this, something that everyone, regardless of where you are, can get is water. Water is the ultimate. Water is the king. Water is the bababa of them all you get as in the ogakpatakpata of all these things that i've mentioned once you take water water always just does the magic that's why your advice to always um, remain hydrated do not ever get dehydrated water actually helps so that's it um i hope this few tips help you please um like i was like i said i don't know if to go over them all over again kunwaya kunutambai um pap Soya beans, oats, um, what else have I not mentioned? I'm sure when you listen, you know then. Of course, do not forget your water. Water, water, water. Water is just it. Just always drink half a bottle of water by your side every time. And I'm sure that you're going to see the difference in your baby when you do these things. Your baby's skin will be fresh. It's not just be fresh. Your baby, You know when you see babies that... Um, you know when you see babies that are healthy, you know when you when you touch their skin, it'll be like shining butter. <laughs> That's just how it is. Like when you when you eat good foods during and and breastfeed. Apart from that, your baby is um healthy. You you um cut cut down on your 
um, hospital visit for the past six months now i don't think i've gone to the hospital for malaria my baby is running fever my baby is doing this and my baby is you know there was a time her her poop changed when he wanted to you know i think poop changes come with as they grow you know as they grow their poop changes and all so one time when, they, when her poop changed i was kind of i was kind of scared i called I called the pediatrician and he, he just asked me one question, what's your baby eating? I said breast milk and he's like, oh, you're good. You know, that's just, you know, that's just it. If your baby was eating some other thing, like maybe taking water or taking formula or something, then we'd say, oh, come, but just monitor the poop. But from what you've explained, you're good. Your baby's poop is just, you know, at that stage where it needs to change, you know, the consistency and i don't know how he explained it now, but the truth is most times, okay, there was a time to that a ball, um, I don't want to call it titting because the pediatricians do not believe in um, titting all those uh, your baby will be pooing, your baby will be doing this, diarrhea and all. Anytime you notice any of those things, please just call your pediatrician. Do not take it for granted that your baby is titting. Don't do that. I remember one time that my baby's um, temperature too was a bit, um, a, a, they call it a low fever. And doctor just asked me, first thing he asked me too was, what she eating? And I said, oh, she's exclusively breastfed. And he's like, okay, that's good, but let's just monitor it, you know. That, those are always the first things. So to save yourself stress of hospital visits, infections and all that, I think um, exclusive breastfeeding just always does it. So um, I'll just say good luck, good luck with, good luck with that. And God is your strength, really, because most times you also need mental strength, emotional strength, and all the strength you can ever get, all the support you can ever get to um, go on your exclusive breastfeeding and to god's glory i'm rounding up um, my own exclusive breastfeeding journey for a ball and that's like till the next baby comes and by god's grace i'm sure i've got enough experience for the next baby you know first babies are always just the experiments and all and i'm sure that um sharing these tips with you would help you and has helped you please share with your friends also who are expecting your girlfriends your wives and everyone who you feel would benefit from this thank you so much for listening until i come your way again remember to keep the faith thank you